Hi guys and welcome to another edition of the Grumpy Metal Heads podcast. I'm the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and I'm joined by the top shagger. <laughs> Not SEW but Shrubs 66. <laughs> Motherfucking 6. That's an inside joke of inside jokes there. Um, no one's going to get that but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Only about three people that listen to us will know that what that's about. Yeah. So we recorded in a, just over a week just because uh, we had a powerlifting competition going on um, at the weekend and Tal, Rhea uh, and Matt all did fantastic. But it did mean that we couldn't record a podcast. But we are back today and um, instead of our usual talking about albums that we've been listening to, we've not really done that this week um, because Shrubs has been to 19 million gigs. I've been to one. <laughs> Um, and we thought we are going to get into those today. So, Shrubs, I think we should get into this pretty rapidly. Let's let's start from the start. Where did this yes, marathon right. of gigs begin? Marathon of gigs was started on, let me remember the date, 3rd of November. So, a week ago, Thursday, last Thursday, just gone. And it was the Kundra show at Key Club and the support from uh, Sugar Horse and Tuscar. This was a really good gig, well attended for a Thursday night as well. Yeah, it was it, it was nice. Key Club's a nice little venue. We've we've seen um, I've seen quite a few bands in there. You've seen Three Teeth in there. The ni- nice venue, good sound, probably one of the best sounds uh, around uh, in Leeds. Yeah, just a great great venue. But Sugar Horse, the opening band, nice kind of doomy sludge type stuff a little bit similar to conan but they they use some soft clean vocals every now and again to to break it up also i i in my opinion they're a bit more, a lot more interesting than conan because I, I i find conan quite uninteresting really good in the early days when they were like super super loud and and like properly intense where you felt like your body was being crushed um yes. not now um because they don't they don't play as loud as that anymore but this this is a four-piece band Really, really good. Um, I, I'd never heard of them before, so I, literally this was the first time I'd heard them and and seen them. So, yeah, really worth worth checking out if you like that kind of doomy sludge with some nice, interesting elements, little bits of sort of like Mastodon creeping and stuff like that and clean vocals. So, yeah, really, 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 really good band and, and really good life, really, really good life. And also good. have fantastic song titles such as Fat Dracula and shouting Judas at Bob Dylan. That's incredible. I didn't check. I didn't check the the songs out. Yes, indeed. Sorry. Anyway, um, so they are spectacular song titles. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and then Tuscar were up next. Now I thought I don't know where I got this from, but in my mind I thought this was a three piece. But when they were setting up, I'm thinking, where's everyone else? Where, where's the other person? Because they only set up as a two piece, and then. When they kicked in properly, and I've listened to them, and I, I really like them. Their their latest album, Matriarch, is is in my shortlist for review to make see whether it gets in the top ten. Um, I already knew roughly what they sounded like, but oh my god, the level of intensity was three times as high as you get off off the album. It was absolutely spectacular. I mean, I can see why they. They haven't got anyone else on the stage with them because they just get blown off the stage. <laughs> they literally would be pummeled off. <laughs> I mean, there's no space for anyone else. Really, really superb live. 
even there was there was an error that happened and they just made a joke out of it and just carried on playing through it and it was just it was just superb they just kind of laughed it off and just went yeah <laughs> and just brilliantly carried on yeah those riffs were so so huge and like I say it, the intensity was probably double three times what you get when listening to it so I I was blown away by them I was really really impressed with them um, their interaction with the crowd was great so yeah really 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 good and those riffs oh my god so heavy it's ridiculous Kundra 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 or Kundra they were so so good they they <clears throat> I don't know how many times I've seen them I've seen them quite a lot of times and they do get better every time I see them you can see how much more professional how much more these the tours over the last couple of years have improved their stage presence again they were having some technical issues and their interaction with the crowd to sort of like get over those, those little moments was just brilliant you know they they know how to work a crowd now the bass player did his usual come out on the last song into the middle of the crowd and carry on playing you got all the usual aspects that you get from a Kundra show I just I, I've, I we saw them I think we saw them at Bloodstock last year yeah on that big on that big stage and they were good but the sound tends to get a bit lacking on a big outside arena venue but in inside that sound is so much more intense and and much 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 more suits it than than that big stage not that i'm trying to say don't do the big stages and at the festivals because they gain more they get gain more support by doing that but if you can go and check them out in a in a small small dingy venue venue where you're just going to get everything full on in your face all the time, and you'll get a whole different perspective of that music, much much better perspective of what it how they want it to be, I think. Yeah, so Conjure just getting better and better live each time yeah. they tour, each time they play, and that is all the time anyway. Okay, my friend. So what? Pretty much, it seems like it anyway. <laughs> So, what gig was next? Next was the one of the biggest festivals, one day festivals of the year. I think, if not the biggest, certainly, certainly for the style of music we listen to a lot, and that's Damnation at its new home in Manchester. Well, it's kind of returned back to its roots, sort of, because um, the first two Damnation festivals were held in Manchester, then it moved to Leeds, where it's been for since I think 2007 I think it's been in Leeds and then this year they've they've moved it back they've moved it back to a much much bigger venue the Beck Arena in Manchester out at Trafford it was going to be headlined by Ministry but Ministry dropped out because they cancelled their entire European tour and that was with about eight ten weeks to go and so the guys at Damnation were rushing around trying to figure out what to do because obviously that's a big, big name to drop. And they managed to pull it out of the bag by getting Pig Destroyer to play Prowler in the Yard in full, uh, At the Gates doing Slot of the Soul in full, God Flesh doing Street Cleaner in full, and Converge doing Jane Doe in full. <laughs> it was absolutely insane that they managed to pull that off. I got to see 11 bands, so I'm just going to stick with the ones that really, really impressed me. And that's for the best. 
Yeah, well, the rest were really good. Don't get me wrong. I think everyone I saw were were really good. Um, it's okay. Don't we don't now talk about them all. We, we can we can do this. Let's go with the highlights. Yeah. Okay, the first band I want to highlight is Iris. They're new to me, and I, I've listened to their album because I think we reviewed it on one of our episodes. Um, they're really really good. Uh, kind of Amen Ra, Cult of Luna type. Uh, post metally stuff really really good and they were really really good live um, I think this is their first time in the UK and in Europe as well so they they performed really really well on the main stage they had that their sound was really really good and that was one of the problems I had with the whole day was that some bands the sounds on that stage were lacking it was just really flat and just hollow which is a shame but with iris it was really really good next up i managed to see so hideous who i've been waiting this i think again they don't play live very often at all anywhere i mean american band the only thing for me on that one is they they mostly played off the new album and didn't play anything off of their second album which for me is i love that album <laughs> the guy the light guy that on on that on that stage though he was a headache inducing lover of um strobe lights so they were used a lot and um so if you had any risk of epilepsy then you might have wanted to avoid that stage then <laughs> like a war zone <laughs> it was horrific honestly it's like i might i wanted to put sunglasses on it was that ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of worked for so hideous in, in places as well, but yeah, it was a little bit excessive for my for me. Next up, one one of the best bands of the day, Incantation, proper old school brutal death metal. And I, I've got I've got to say this because they kept asking the crowd to show the horn, so I ironically did it. And my friend that I was with, Lizzie, she um. She noticed I was making notes of the bands and she said she added her notes and went, Shrubs did the horns. <laughs> <laughs> there was also one earlier that she said she's put Lizzie said, This is boring. <laughs> so that was her note on this one band. I won't she say which band. Her on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. We I had a good day. Then when I saw Pig Destroyer do Proud and Riyad. Oh again, they were on the main stage. And they were another one that had really, really good sound. That introduction with that that electronic spoken word about two girls writhing on the floor in a playground is is just incredible. And they were just they just absolutely bashed it. Like there, there was no, it was relentless and and well done. That it was it was superb. I, I'd seen, I think Pig Destroyer played Damnation many years ago and I'd seen them and they they didn't seem particularly good again. I think that might be down to a sound issue thing more than anything else when I saw them there. Or I was absolutely shit-faced. Not anymore. Shrubs doesn't probably. drink, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but there was probably a combination back then as, <laughs> as the reason why I didn't enjoy it that much back then. Yeah. Um, but then uh, that was fine. But their, yeah, their set was amazing. Walls in the Throne Room was next up for me and... Uh, they're just incredible anyway. And the second stage had the best sound consistently all day. Every band I saw on that second stage had fantastic sound. And again, Walls in the Throne Room had that. The only bit that dropped that set a little bit for me was they had that a long spell of atmospheric sounds going on. And that for me was just a little bit, it just 
nullified the the set a little bit too much. I don't mind. I love that stuff yeah, when I'm at home. They're, they're trying but to make like, more and more of a ritual, aren't they? Yeah, and, and just, they they, they come out with they come out with a sage and stuff like that. So, which is fine. It's all part of their stage. So now, I just don't but, think it works at a festival. <laughs> People no. don't care. Yeah, yeah. It, with it, but if it was their own show, fine, because people are expecting to hear that sort of thing and see that going on. But festival, you're trying to win a few more people over to your side, so stick to the the more in your face stuff that, that they do, and it would be much better. But I, I mean, I still loved it because I'm a Wolves in the Throne Room fan, so it yeah. it was great. <clears throat> then, <laughs> band of the day next, Misery Index. Oh my God, they they were ridiculous i mean they were so intense and fair play to the drummer um he did his set with pig destroyer and then 90 minutes later did a set with misery index <laughs> yeah it was um they they were fantastic they they literally just stomped everyone into the ground and just kept stomping them down it, it was insane um they even stopped the set part way through because i think someone got injured in the pit so they called a stop to the show until the person was made sure was okay. Even handed them a bottle of water from the stage to make sure that they they recovered okay and everything else, which I thought was fantastic. So it means that at least they're keeping an eye on what's going on as magic well. Magic bottle of water there. Yeah, magic the water. Magic sponge in rugby and metal. We um <laughs> yeah. we grew up with the magic water bottle. So. Yeah. So, but fair play to me. Um, they they stopped it and and I thought that was a really really good touch from them and yeah that they made them that that made them definitely band of the day they they were so so good yeah I could I could have watched that set all day long so so misery think... index the favorite and then I'm thinking I'm thinking pig destroyer irist and then yeah. the rest pretty much yeah because Godflesh sounded hollow because it was sound on the main stage i didn't get any punch it, i could actually even hold a conversation while they were playing oh and we were just just in front of the sound desk so yeah. i which was disappointing because I, I think street clean is amazing um, but, the gate, but, wait, but no misery index smashed you in the face i want to i want to end on that high so everyone check out them live because you'll be assaulted <laughs> um not literally but in the musical sense now um what gig was next okay <laughs> i then went up to tuesday night and went uh to a nice small venue in leeds called boom and i saw sanguizagagabog now i've probably said that name wrong anyway but uh, nice bit of brutal death metal for a tuesday night and again really really well attended um like the calogram gig that was well attended. These are sort of like gigs happening during the week that are really, really well attended at the moment. And and it's really, really good to see. So started off with uh, a band called Greed, who do sort of like hardcore death metal. Um, and there was some spin kicking dicks in there, which I, I, I don't like. I find it, you know, if you want that, go to a proper hardcore gig and you can do it to yeah. your heart's content there. I don't feel it's each their own. It, it's fine. It just kind of detracts because I'm trying to watch my face being booted in and not watch the band and enjoy the music so much. But they they were really good. And then next up was Slime Lord, some Doomy Death Metal. Really, really good. Um, I was impressed with them. I, I've not heard of them before. 
but yeah, well worth checking out if you like Hooded Menace and some other stuff, a bit getting into sort of like uh, Primitive Man sort of style as well at times. But they do have some really, really fast bits. Uh, the vocals kind of reminded me of the vocals from Portal. And there was definitely elements of sort of like Morbid Angel thrown in as well when they got into the slightly faster death metally bits. So, oh, cool. um, yeah, really, really good. Well worth checking out. And then, then the main band, first time in Europe, first time in the UK playing. And they were really, really good. Really, really impressive live. Um, really, really nice guys to chat to as well. And some great song titles like Dead As Shit and Pissed. They were really, really good. They they were impressive. Again, the sound in Boom, I, I, st- I think, is is up there with, with Key Club as to how good and how clear it actually is, especially for bands like this, because they can get really, really muddy and, and tied down with, like, oversaturation of bass and stuff like that. Um, but it was really, really crisp and clear, and, my God, they, they just pummel you as well. So yeah, it's it's really really good, unrelenting. They they didn't slow down at all, and the crowd managed to get them to play one extra song that they hadn't planned on doing as well. So fair play, um, really really good. Well worth checking out if you can get a chance to go and see them live. Again, completely indecipherable names. So um, say <laughs> so. We'll make sure that it's included in the show notes. All right. Yeah, anything, yeah. anything more to say on that gig, or do we go on to the Wednesday banger? Let's go on to the Wednesday banger. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so Wednesday was back over to Manchester for me and for you for the first time to see this show. And yeah, it was Harriet and Zealand Ardor. I've seen Zealand Ardor before and they're amazing. And they're amazing this time. Harriet, I was really impressed with them. I'd heard their stuff. That was, that was really next good. level. Like no. that, the... Um, the bassist, the female bassist, sounded so weird and distinctive, and um, my partner thought she was really hot. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> but that's not the Polly point. Pocket. Yeah, <laughs> like Polly Pocket does <laughs> sludge. It was awesome. Yeah. Like really, really, really intense. Um, yeah, yeah, really intense. Comes um, doing the first sludge. Yeah, and her because she's she's got like two different vocals and she? she's got the, the sort of like full-on scream stuff that you you see from like employed to serve and, and venom prison and that sort of stuff and then she's got those sort of like ethereal mu- vocals where she's kind of softly sings stuff to you and it's and it but it works really really well how they do the combination of those the drummer was singing along to every single lyric as well, which I kind of loved as well in the background. So he was proper, proper into in the background. Yeah, that, that was the last uh, gig on the tour they played as well, because it, um, the no, the, I think uh, it was the last. It's the last three shows they pulled out. So I think they did at least one more. Between, oh, did they do one more? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we well, they, they put, we were we were lucky to see them anyway. Yes, we were. Yeah, because uh, some illness has. Uh, come down in, in the band or something they've had to pull out of the last three shows which is a real shame for those people that were going to see them as well as Ilanada but a real shame for for that bill because um yeah they, they're really really good there's live. not going to be they're... anyone left on the uh on the bill because as we know like uh, Zilanada have two backing singers when they are live usually and they weren't there so we definitely nope. need to see those again so they were incredibly sick so to quote the Zelanada singer we saw a significant percentage of Zelanada and they were still 
absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely incredible. His vocals live are, are another level. I, 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 it's one of those weird ones where I just don't think they fully captured it live when uh, fully captured it in the studio as well as he seems to do it live. But I think there's sometimes I think there's a little bit more passion when he's doing it live because he's getting that feedback from the crowd as well, which can add a little bit extra to to those vocals, whereas the studio can be a little bit clinical, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, this felt otherworldly. It, it was as close to a spiritual experience as you're going to get as a staunch atheist. I, I can't even really put into words how good this was, so I can't even imagine what it's like with... Um, the backing singers as well. So yeah, um, straight into one of my like top ten gigs of all time. Retrospectively, it'll probably grow and grow, um, and then I imagine the next time that we see them will be even more special from there. Now I am conscious of time, so uh, we can't spend too much time on this gig. So, um, so what was the last one that you went to this week, oh. and then we'll go on to your essential metal listen. Last one this week was last night, and uh, it was uh, the Battalion show at the Fenton in Leeds, which is just a small pub, small room, only capacity of about 90 people. I think there was about 50 people in there last night, maybe something like that. Um, Helva were due to play this show, but due to one of the members getting uh, COVID, um, they had to pull out. Um, so it was replaced by a band called Ganache. Um, they're just a, a three-piece. I think it's the guitarist from Row of Ashes, his other band. Um, I, I've got to say this. Steve Miles just made me laugh with this. He said, because none of us had checked it out, and he went, I have. And he went, it's sludge, it's griefy, it's not wizardy. <laughs> <laughs> so... I have to give a prop shout out to Steve Miles for that one because that was fantastic. It probably made me laugh. He's saying it's not wizardy. Um, really, really good sludge and pretty much exactly like he said, it's not griefy. It, it, well, it is griefy, sorry. It's really, like really morose and and dour, but but done in a really, really nice way. Really well done. Three piece, just guitar, drums and vocalist. That's it. It, it it's becoming quite common for not having bassists anymore. I, I feel sorry for bassists now because <laughs> honestly, the riffs and sounds that they kick out, you you don't feel like you're missing a bass because the wow. riffs are big. Wow, Shrub's just <laughs> lost the three <laughs> listeners we've got. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm done now. Right, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So okay, so next up is Steve Miles and Dan Barter's band Grubnap, which is a nice bit of D beat grindy shouty goodness um that's literally what i wrote because <laughs> that's literally what it is they don't oh, they don't hang out. <laughs> they don't hang out i just got a heavy post metal sludge for, yeah for but yeah performance wise uh grubnap were really good row of ashes again uh really really good and it was good to catch up with those guys again they they played really really well it was loud it was heavy they had just a bit of banter going on with someone in the crowd um which was quite amusing i think the guy was pretty pissed but it was quite funny he just kept shouting out about how good they were which was quite entertaining the best, the best kind of heckling right there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that that was that, they were really really good and yeah it, just fantastic and then battalions headlining it 
I think is to do that because they've just released an album, so it's part of their their set of shows on on promoting that. I'm not not that blown away by Battalions when listening to them. It's not my not really a great deal of my jam, but live it was really good. It sounds like a really really heavy version of Clutch at times. That was the main feel I got from some of the some of the songs, like a sludge version of Clutch. Done really, really well. Nicely screened vocals, played really well. Proper intense presence on stage as well. So yeah, it was really, really good. It was, it was a good, good show. Good way to end end my eight days of going to gigs. <laughs> so I think I need. I got a week off now. So where are we? Yeah. So who were your favourite um, band at that gig then? Row of Ashes. Yeah, Row of Ashes, yeah, yeah. And then followed by Grubnap. All right, then. So that was all of those gigs. So out of those, them all, which was your favourite? Probably Zeelanado, just because they are just so good live. And then, it, it, But it, it it is a struggle because it's a toss-up between them and Misery Index because Misery Index was so good as well. Definitely. All right, my friend. Everyone appears to be joining me in the room now. So um, what is your essential... Metal listening. Oh, we're gonna to go to a band that's been around a long, long time. So, and they've they they had a a, a breakup a, a while ago, and they've started com- coming back, and they've been doing a lot of the European festival circuits over the summer. And it's a band called Dismember, who started in 1988 in Stockholm, and their album Like an Ever Flowing Stream, and it came out in May 1991. This is part of that whole sort of like Swedish death metal scene that, that was really, really good in the early 90s with like Entombed and stuff like that. Um, the start of At The Gates and things like that. At The Gates then went on and did some more sort of like melodic stuff, which cre- helped create the Gothenburg sound within Flames. But these guys stuck to their <clears throat> tried and tested death metal, just bog standard death metal. So it was, ju- but it, it's a really, really good album absolutely solid i think it's just under an hour long if i remember rightly and yeah well, 40 minutes long so there we go but yeah it just absolutely slamming all the way through these guys again just know how to keep punching and punching and punching and to be fair the the i mean i saw them back in the day i think i might have even seen them just after this album i think it might be the next album the second one i saw them on their tour in in london but so so good live and yeah, the, these songs are amazing. Like even the track Dismembered, which is I think the longest track on the album, it's got this nice slow build up intro and then it just just keeps kicking you then uh, and until you submit and go, yes, I really do like this in the end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And I, I think everyone should go and check them out and hopefully they, they'll come to the UK and I'll go and see them again because it's been since 1990 something probably 1992 i think it was when i last saw them so definitely definitely due um a uk tar okay so that is a wrap shrubs has been to all the gigs you've got your essential (laughs) listening everything will be in the show notes give us a like give us a share um if you do give us a review give it five stars it really helps our listenership and it helps push us to more ears and allows us to spread the world of metal and grumpiness a little bit more. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week for episode 
86.